Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. It is Monday, July 19th, 2021. We say that always for those of you listening on a downloaded basis. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals, it is for mortgage professionals. We're grateful to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. And we're just thrilled to have 11 years under our belt. Alice and I were talking about that a little bit here last week. It's hard to believe it's been that long, but we enjoy bringing this podcast to you. And thank you so much for your many, many comments. You can email me at david at tms-advisors.com for your ideas or guests, or you can text me at 512 That's my cell phone comes right to me. In fact, a number of you have that and will text me even while we're in the middle of the podcast. Love hearing from you. It's a great way for me to flip your questions before our clients. So you can do it that way or you can also go to LinkedIn. Send me a LinkedIn message. So good to have you with us and we're excited about today's Hot Topic segment. You're going to want to stay tuned all the way through to the Hot Topic. We have Will Robinson, CEO of Encapture joining us. We're going to be talking about why employee experience is key to today's lending market. You'll enjoy the interview. I enjoyed my conversation last week as we were getting ready for the interview this week and some great content as we try our best to continue to just do better and better, bringing you meaningful content. Let's get over and say a special thank you to Industry Syndicate. We're grateful for our relationship with IndustrySyndicate.com. If you go to their website, you can see all the podcasts are out there that are talking about how to successfully deal with realtors, how to bring you more business. A lot on the sales front, but there are some others that focus on what we do is the operational front or some other aspects of the operations. Someone just texts me and says, what? I've never done that. I'm going there now. Like, appreciate it. All right. Thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Appreciate them and be sure to sign up for the Mortgage Action Alliance app so you can have your voice heard in Washington, D.C. on the Hill. The MBA does such a great job of championing the issues that are important to us, the mortgage lenders. So encourage you to support their efforts by getting the Mortgage Action Alliance app. Make sure your voice is heard. Also, we're all excited about getting together for the annual conference in San Diego. If you have not registered for that conference, be sure to do so. Of course, it's a big discount if you become a member, so get a hold of Trisha Megalazzo or one of her staff on how to become a member of the MBA. Appreciate all that they do. Thanks, Trisha, and to the whole staff at the MBA. Also, Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution does a great job. Their entire platform is hosted in the cloud. It's dedicated creating a greater user experience for your customer. And it's also really nice to use. I was on a call that one of their webinars this last week, and they do a great job at communicating out trends that are going on. Now, I know they have a lot of market share in the banks and credit union space, but you independent mortgage bankers, make sure you check out Fusion Mortgage Bot POS. It also personalizes the application process. They do a great job. So check it out on our website, click on lending under the sponsorship page and the interview I did with Dan Putney, along with some of the comments from Dan. Appreciate our partnership with
with Finastra. Also, Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative. Now, these are two co-ops that I highly recommend you consider joining one or the other. Now, we belong to both, and others do as well. Now, the MBA is so effective what they do, and these conferences are good, but they're so big. The value that Lenders One brings is the fact that they will bring you up close and personal to each other and the pure analysis that both of these groups do is really, really excellent. We had Justin Demolia on on June 28th. Go back and listen to that interview and we're working on another interview with Mortgage Collaborative. So stay tuned. We'll have one of them on as a guest give us an update as well. Also, the CMLA, which is the Community Mortgage Lenders of America, grateful for them, their partnership, as well as Incelerate. It's an insane product and Josh Friend is a good friend and you should make him a friend in that product as well. They do a great job of helping you with a borrower engagement and communicating and interacting between you, the lender, and the borrower. Go listen to the interview we did in June 21st with Josh Fram. Also, Knowledge Group, great learning management system, as well as Mobility MMI, Mortgage Market Intelligence. So check out the interview that I did with Ben Turling over the 4th of July weekend. Great interview. It's getting a ton of downloads and some great strategies in there, as well as Modex. Got an interview coming up with them in the future. I encourage you to check out both of these very powerful technologies when it comes to recruiting. Modex has got just enough of a difference in the feature set from mobility. While they do a lot of the similar things, we're finding value in using both of them. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Rob, Les, Alice, Allen, and Matt for their contributions each and every week. Folks, welcome to today's Lickin' on Lending Hot Topic segment. We have as our guest today, Will Robinson. Will is up in the Dallas area. He is CEO of Encapture. We're going to be talking about the focus on why employee experience is a key in today's lending market. We talk about the borrower experience a lot, very, very important topic, but we're going to take a little bit different angle as the employee experience. What are we doing for our staff? We'll be sharing a little bit along the way about Encapture as well. Fascinating company, but Will, good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Glad to be here. Well, this is your first time being on the podcast. We have many repeat guests, so I hope you'll come back. But tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners get a chance to get to know you. Yeah, sure. Appreciate it. I've been in the financial services space and software space my whole career. I've been here in Encapture the past two years, based here in Dallas. Yeah, and really, really love serving the mortgage industry. It's a fascinating space. It's so unique. And this is one of the most unique times, I think, in many people's careers. And so it's really fun to be able to help our customers navigate that. Yeah, well, you do a great job about it. And a shout out to Brandon Young on your team, one of your senior execs there, and uh, does a great job. And we're thrilled that uh, he put us in touch with you. And we're excited to have you. One of the things I enjoyed about our conversation last week when we were preparing for today's live podcast is the focus that you have on using technology to enhance the work-life balance. And I, I just really love the fact that you're doing that. It's a big part of a consulting business we do. We try to enhance the work-life balance. And we always have this phrase, thank God it's Monday. At least that's the cultures we hope to create within our clients. We all understand TGIF. It is at the end of the week. And yes, we should look forward to the weekends, but we should create work environments that are so positive that and enjoyable. It's work. So it is a J-O-B, but we can make it such that where people look forward to coming to work on Monday. So TGIM, as well as TGIT, where Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all the way throughout the week. So anyway, excited to hear about that. But tell us a little bit about how lenders are handling staffing, and especially in these increased demands. Interest rates like Mass Report took a nice little rally here. So I don't know if it's going to kick off a refinance rally, but, but we're definitely enjoying a lot of increased 
demand. Talk about that. It's a really interesting time, Dave, for lenders. Challenging in some respects. It's the best of times and, and in some ways the worst of times. Keeping up with the demand that the industry has seen over the past 18, 24 months has been really hard, especially for smaller lenders. Keeping your senior folks engaged at the high speed they've been. They've been working overtime, nights and weekends now for a long, long time. And trying to staff up with new junior employees, it's just hard to find high quality staff. And so you see lenders trying to poach folks from other lenders or hiring people in from other industries. And it's creating a lot of friction in the process. And like I said earlier, this is a generational season that the industry's in to take advantage of the demand. I think a lot of folks are caught flat-footed a little bit. So it's been really interesting to see. So what are some of the ways that you're seeing lenders stay competitive and retain top talent within the current market? Is it all about pay or is there other number of other factors? Yeah, pay is a really hard one because pay only goes so far and that's becoming less of a differentiator too. I think the lenders that we see that do really, really well here and are really truly winning in this space. And, and I could even talk about this for us at our own company is a software company. We had an inflection point at the beginning of COVID saying, hey, look, this is a really unique time in our industry and unique time in the world. And some of our competitors are maybe scrambling to just maintain. And we want to use this as an opportunity to really push ahead and further differentiate. And I know there are a lot of lenders out there trying to do the same. Hey, how do we get ahead of this? So we can kind of meet the demand we're seeing and really come out ahead and kind of be a whole different level than where we were even a couple of years ago. And a lot of those lenders that are coming out ahead that we speak with are doing a really good job of thinking through that employee experience really listening to their staff saying, hey, what does your day look like? What do you like about your day? What's really frustrating as part of your job? If you could snap your fingers and not have to do something today, what would it be? And it's really surprising to hear because this sets a culture at the lender of, hey, we care. We care about you. And we want to make sure that you can be successful in your job. And two, some of the findings are actually fairly straightforward, easy fixes, things that can be remediated fairly easily, not very expensive, but it sends this message that, hey, we really care, and yes, we're busy, and we're all going to share in the success that we're having. And I think it's besides pay, I think a lot of it is it starts with listening and making sure you're equipping people with the tools and technology they need to have a quiet, high-quality day. That tech becomes part of that cultural experience in as much as free lunches or Friday afternoons off or the traditional benefits that I think they just only go so far. It's so true. I think it's a lot about creating the right culture. And Alice... I want to get over to you because one of the things that Union Home does so well is create a really good culture while maintaining good productivity. And love to see you participate and get in a couple of questions here. Turn it, toss the mic to you. Thanks, Dave. Thank you so much. I love the insight. And I think one of the things I'd love to know, you gave us some examples just there about what some of the team members are not looking for. Can you add a few more ideas on what they are looking for and kind of stretch that out for us? Because isn't that generational? Are the 20-somethings and first-time career people looking for something different than those who have been in their career and are a little more seasoned? I'd love to get your thoughts on what are team members looking for and is that different by generation? Yeah, that's a great question and, and perspective. It's interesting. Lots of millennial and Gen Z folks are entering the workplace or have been here and there's a lot of insecurity in those two generations. The Great Recession of a decade ago when a lot of millennials were entering the workforce, COVID over the past year and a half for a lot of Gen Z coming out of school. And so the traditional 
kind of high value benefits of the 401k type thing or some sort of tenure-based award. It's that stuff. It doesn't resonate as much. And so what we're seeing is you're trying to attract high quality talent, especially in the younger generations, and they come in and then they get to their desk and you put in front of them, this is what your day is going to look like. And very quickly, there's a strong reaction there, positive or negative. If the younger generation likes being equipped with technology that makes their job easy, they look around at maybe some of the repetitive or mundane tasks they have to do and think, wait a minute, there's got to be a better way to do this. They're not afraid to speak up about that and say, hey, look, here's an idea about how to do something. And so I think creating that culture of listening and feedback and saying, how can we equip our people to be very productive in their day? We say we value them. Are we giving them the tools and resources available for them to be successful? I also would say a second thing here is the kind of the work from home trend. And this has been hard for us as a company. I love our people being here in the office. I love the collaboration it provides, especially for our new folks that are just joining our team. There's a lot of learning through osmosis that happens through that. At the same time, there is a strong demand for saying, hey, look, if I want to work from home a couple days a week, I'd like the right to do that and I can be productive. And I think starting with this positive assumption of saying, hey, people can work from home and be productive and contribute to our team versus saying, well, I don't know if you're really working. And so I think a lot of this is, is as much positioning the interaction with the junior folks as it is some sort of tangible benefit. But certainly we've seen over and over again technology to help them do their jobs better and make sure they can focus on the more fun, interesting parts of their day has been a game changer. Well, and I think we could spend an entire show on the different viewpoints on the working from anywhere, working from home, versus the collaboration that you get. And like you said, the learning from others, which we have seen a lot of. We've got a great culture. We have great hiring in place. When we onboard partners, we really do want to spend the time with them, the energy and effort. And it has to be ongoing, right? How well do we keep in touch with partners after they've come on board through different types of shadowing and mentoring programs? And all of that takes a lot of talent to be there for them, it takes a lot of time, and so it therefore takes a lot of money. So do you have any suggestions for investing in the team and yet still managing the margins after especially listening to Matt's report and the way the markets may be in the future? Yeah, it's a super interesting time. We're, everyone's so busy, but with the rates, the margins being tight, a lot of this comes down to, and Alex brought up a great point on kind of the, the mentoring and engaging across generations in your workforce. A lot of that, it's not this either or, which we always see as this false dichotomy of, well, if I spend more time investing in my team, then naturally that's going to hurt my profitability. Here at Encapture, we're in the business of helping bring automation to the process, which actually frees people up to have more time in their day. And so as a leader of a lender, if you're looking at your customer-facing roles, how do you help these folks spend as much time serving the customer proactively and minimize the administrative part of their job? If that's collecting documents or tracking down missing documents, which is a lot of what we deal with, how can you make sure that, that person is equipped with the data they need to be very proactive in their relationship management? And similarly, in more back office roles, as maybe a loan processor or underwriter, your, your best employees typically are the ones that can problem solve. And we see this time and time again, the most senior folks on these teams, the people that lenders would hate to lose, would do anything not to lose them. The reason that they're so good is not because they can process a loan file faster than anybody else necessarily, but it's because they know what to do when there's a unique situation or there's a problem. They know what to look for. And so how do you equip those folks to spend less time doing the routine, boring, 
processing of loan packages that we know are 90% accurate and correct. So instead of spending all this time manually entering data, maybe they just spend a little bit of time looking for any issues that are that are surfaced from, from automation technology like a capture. So it's really going into looking at kind of every role in your organization and saying, hey, what are the things, it's, it's back to the listening, what are the things that our team is saying, hey, look, there's got to be a better way. And then bringing in some automation technology to help with that can actually allow those folks to then spend time doing the things they really want to do, which is mentor and train your younger generation or new employees, or spend time more problem solving, or spend more time winning new business. So it's this really nice synergy that we get very excited about here when we get to go talk to lenders and hear their pain, hear their struggle, and then say, hey, there is a solution out there that allows you to become more profitable and give your team more time, both in the same solution. You started talking a little bit about your software. How does your software work towards in improving the employee experience? Yeah, thanks. So our platform is what we call an intelligent document automation platform. And so we come alongside any sort of lending process you have in your organization. And we look at where documents are entering the organization, how they're getting distributed around to the team, how they're getting reviewed, and ultimately, where does that data go that's coming off of these documents? And we can really come alongside that process and bring out and kind of remove or automate a lot of those routine, repetitive tasks. So we have a couple products that allow front office customer-facing employees to more easily collect documents, request documents, understand what's missing, so that when that borrower calls a week or two in saying, hey, what's the status of my loan? And the loan officer says, oh, well, I'm still waiting on your W-2. And the borrower says, I sent that to you two weeks ago via email. Why don't you have it? That's just egg on the face for that loan officer. And it doesn't speak to the brand of the lender. So we have tools up front that help make that collection process very, very seamless very, very borrower-focused. And then on the back office side, so much of what we do involves our machine learning platform. So as documents come in, we can read the document, understand what it is. Is this a W-2, a pay stub, an application, a driver's license, an appraisal? And then we can extract data off of that document, and we can validate, okay. we can look at the yeah. data on the document and ensure that it matches against your LOS or maybe a, a compliance process you have in place, just to check that the data is correct. So a lot of opportunities there for automation, but that's ultimately where we love playing because it allows our customers to be a lot more borrower-focused, a lot more efficient, and, and quite frankly, manage a lot of risk on the compliance side. Well, it's an interesting point, and I have a question that came in. They were talking about how they're using a particular automation tool and, quote-unquote, how to sell that because they think there's a perception that in some cases, when we use automation effectively, Employees get the feeling that their jobs are at jeopardy. How do you address that when you're bringing technology that allows them to, be, to work faster and more efficiently? How do you overcome this technology going to take away my job? Yeah, good question. What it really boils down to right now is it's not so much taking away your job. It's more about allowing you to go home at a decent hour. That's where a lot of this comes down to. It's like, hey, you've been working till 8 or 9 o'clock at night, or you're working weekends. You're taking away time from your family. And so it's this whole, like, that automation is going to take away jobs. Does it happen? It does. So I'm not going to act like it doesn't. But at the same time, so much of what we're seeing now, especially with growth-oriented lenders, is they're already burnt out. They've been like this now for a year. And yeah, Maybe they're getting a bigger bonus this year or next year, but that's not going to solve the long-term shift here. And so if we can come in and position our tech as, hey, we're really here to enable 
your best employees to be better at what they do and to focus on higher value activities, better serving your customer, handling problems, making sure that risk is eliminated in your business. That's where we see a lot of lenders kind of nodding their heads. And our best customers that are really innovative and forward thinking, they can then take that time that people are getting back and either give it back to them in terms of work-life balance, which is impacting your culture and your ability to attract and retain talent, or it's allowing those folks to spend time elsewhere on more higher value activities. That's such a good point. I think we have such a responsibility and every one of you that are listeners out there that if you're on the boss side of the formula, we should do everything we can to help with that work-life balance. And unfortunately, I know there are peaks and valleys and we've talked about that before on the podcast, but how has software purchasing been democratized over the last few years? Yeah, it's a different process nowadays. I think 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago, it was a very top-down purchase experience. And so someone like us would contact at the C-level or EVP level that's kind of a decision maker at the organization and try to sell to them. But while that still happens, so much of this now is the actual users of the software getting involved early in the process. People want input into the systems they're using. And so it goes back to creating this caring culture. As a leader of an organization, you say, hey, I care about you. Being part of my organization, I want you to feel like you can be successful. Here is software from down on high that I've given you without any of your input, and I'm expecting you to use it. And if you don't use it, you're in trouble. And I don't care if you think it works well or not. And I didn't ask you your opinion when I bought it. That doesn't resonate. That doesn't align with the core values. A lot of users now getting involved much earlier in the process. We love doing that here at Encapture because we see senior level folks focus on very traditional metrics like ROI and, and margin impact, which are, which are very important as part of the process. But then your users actually have to look at it and say, hey, how does this make my job easier? Would I actually enjoy using this product? Would this actually allow me to go home? and have dinner with my family? Does this meet all my needs? And and unfortunately, so often, employees aren't engaged in that software purchasing process. And so it leads to failed implementations or these leaders who pick the software not being able to really best realize the value out of it that they were expecting. Yeah, I do have a question that just popped in from one of our listeners. It says, how do you get adoption of new technology, especially if there's concern about it potentially eliminating their job? Yeah, good question. So I think it's getting folks involved early, being very open and transparent about what you're trying to do. And like I said, nine times out of 10, this is not leading to job elimination. This is leading to kind of a a better resource alignment or better productivity within your existing workforce or existing staff. I mean, there are no lenders right now that say, hey, we have too many people. Everyone is saying the opposite. We don't have enough good people. We can't staff fast enough. And so I think starting the conversation from saying, hey, look, We have a lot of folks doing things right now that are boring, mundane, routine, repetitive. We're hearing you guys talk about there's errors and and there's data quality issues and we're impacting the borrower experience. What can we do internally as a team, as an entire company to make this better internally? And getting your staff involved in that and really coming up with ideas, I think you'll be surprised. They will raise their hands and come up with the very same things you're thinking about as a leader. But because it's coming from them and they get involved in that process, there's a lot better adoption. And so we saw this, gosh, just even a month ago with a lender where we were talking to the senior level folks and they said, here's our process in terms of how we handle mortgage origination. And then we actually got to the team that actually run mm-hmm. this team and they, we told them what we had heard and they were just shaking their heads saying, that's not how it works. That's not how it actually works. Those aren't really the problems that we have. Here are the problems that we have. And there was this disconnect that we were able to help kind of bridge and facilitate a, a really productive right. discussion right. on. But getting those folks involved early, I think is critical. And I think you'll be surprised at how eager people are to adopt technology like this. That's a great point. Transparency, engagement early. That's so true. So true. 
Alice. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I love the thoughts. I hope everybody picked up on that, that when you do get the groups involved early and they can see, here's how our business process is going to improve and here's how important your role is in that. So I think there are many ways for people to be able to see that their job is not going to be in jeopardy. And this is really going to solve some of the problems that they all say, hey, why is this so efficient? I don't want to stand at a copier. I don't want to be (laughs) sorting through PDFs anymore. How can I get this to be more efficient? So I I think you brought up some great points. Well, I think as we kind of look at all the opportunities that are out there as an industry, I know normally we aren't just kind of zeroed in on one product, but I'd love to hear a little bit, if it's okay, Dave, about how this product maybe is a little bit different than some of the other. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming we're using some type of data recognition, OCR type software. Yeah, thanks, Alice. I appreciate it. I think for us, one area that we are finding that there's a lot of pain from some of the other vendors in the space is, and, and Dave, I think you've had some folks on your podcast who've talked about this in the past, but typically the traditional way is we need a data scientist involved. There's a lot of custom development programming needed and and there's a lot of care and feeding of the platform once you get it implemented. And for us, a big differentiator is the ease of use. It's really easy to get this thing up and running. We have our platform tailored for lenders. And so getting our software implemented, tuning our machine learning models with your specific documents is a lot easier than a lot of other players in the space. And so ultimately it allows us to get you a solution faster so you can start realizing that benefit much more quickly. And and then quite frankly, that makes it a lot more valuable over the long term. So that's a big point for us, especially for smaller lenders. Like, yes, the big guys, they've got staff and resources and expertise to kind of handle the complex. But a lot of smaller lenders, they don't have the time on the budget. They don't have the staff. And they're saying, hey, can you just put it in and make it work and make this thing easy? And that's where we've really tried to focus our experience. That is good. You guys do a great job. How can people get a hold of you? Learn more about you. Yeah, come yeah, you can come visit us in capture.com on our website, but check out all of our social feeds as well. We'll be at a couple of the NBA events here coming up. Given we're based here in Dallas, we'll be at the event over in Fort Worth here next month, and then we'll be in San Diego here in the fall. So if you're there, Good. we'd love to meet you. We will be there. Alice will be there, and many of our listeners will be there. So I encourage people to check it out. Shout out to our sponsor, the NBA, for putting on now another conference. I'm, we're all looking so forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. I really appreciate the fact that you're focused rather than getting on here and talking about one to sell and capture. You're talking about one of the topics that's so near and dear to my heart, and that is how to create a really good employee experience, a work-life balance, and technology such as Encapture, and that's E-N-C-A-P-T-U-R-E.com, correct? That's right, E-N-Capture. And uh, so, folks, check out the website. Encourage you to get to know Will and his team. Great, great group of people. Here's the key. Folks, you want to know how to be successful? Align with people that align with your values. I know many of you align with the value of maintaining as best as possible. It is challenging that all-important work-life balance. Thanks so much, Will, for being here. really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Dave and Alice. Really enjoyed the conversation today. Look forward to being on again soon. Yeah. Alice, thank you so much for participating as you did today. It's really good to have you involved in these. It's always fun. Alice? contributes so much. So come back next week and share this interview with Will has just shared with us. And I really appreciate the vision and the focus and the values that's involved in Encapture. And again, it's encapture.com. Check them out and give them a call. Let them know you heard about it on Licking on Lending. Appreciate 
you as our listeners. Next week, we've got Brent Chandler of Form Free back with us. I recorded that interview this last week, and I got to tell you, there is so much information in the vision. Again, it's like peeling the onion, Brent's vision for what could be. It's really, really exciting. I want to say a special thank you again to our sponsors, Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Incelerate, Mobility, MMI, Modex, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, and the Mortgage Collaborative. So grateful for their sponsorship to make this podcast possible each and every week. We're grateful to have you as our listeners. Be sure to share this podcast out. That's how we've grown. So the size of a listenership that we have is because of our faithful listeners sharing links to this podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Look forward to seeing you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.